Blog Talk Radio. It's the Sunday Night Roundtable on the Wide Men Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. Here's the guys to discuss anything and everything brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New, Facebook.com slash MakeupKennedy, and WowFreeCam.com. Here's your hosts, Nate, T.R., and Tim. Well, good evening to everyone out there in wide men land. This is Tim coming to you, as always, from the Great White North. Uh, as you will notice by the silence, but uh, except of course for the uh, unbelievably uh, sexy, uh, demure sound of my voice, that you will not hear the voice of Tom Robinson or Nate Bush at this moment. I believe uh, Tom is uh, out saving the world from uh, poor cabbies doing his thing, uh, as far as I know, anyway, and uh, Nate is uh, commuting from his uh, day job to his home. So he'll be with us shortly, and uh, until that time, uh, Canada just is going to take over the airwaves. I mean, let's be honest. We are the greatest country in the world. Sorry, America. Canada rules. America rules. And anybody who wants to argue about it, I, I, I point to you in the direction of your government. Enough said. I win. Anyway, we hope to uh, get into some uh, sports talk tonight, and Lord knows what else. Um, we uh, did our uh, fantasy basketball uh, league earlier today. Uh, I don't know how I really did. Uh, I got LeBron James, though, so I'm feeling pretty good about things, because I figure, if nothing else, the league will step in and uh, award me the championship, um, solely based on the fact that he's on my team. Um Another, uh, trying to think, I don't really want to talk about too much until the boys get here. Could play a bunch of commercials, but I'm not really interested in doing that right at this moment. Um, I could talk a little bit of NHL because the boys are not so much into that. Uh, doing not too bad in the in the league, a little over uh, 61%, I believe I'm at, at this point, in uh, picking winners. Um, had a rough... Uh, Friday or Thursday and Saturday, uh, there was uh, 26 games, I believe, and I was only uh, I was only 50% there. That that cost me. Uh, tonight I went uh, two and one. Goddamn St. Louis Blues screwed me over. Or I'd have been a perfect three and zero tonight, but such is life. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs looking looking good. Well, it's been a long time since the Leafs looked this good. They uh, defeated the Capitals uh, last night, uh, defending Stanley Cup champions. Uh, beautiful game, well played. Uh, Austin Matthews, that great American hockey player, um, is slowly making a case for best player in the league. He's not there yet, but he's getting there. Connor McDavid better start doing something. Sure, he's got five points, but Matthews has got, I don't know what now, 14 or 15 in five games or six games or something. Just crazy amounts. Um, so the hockey rolls on. That's, of course, much like the Great White North. 
um, encompassing all. Uh, we just wake out with our politeness, and we continue to complain and bitch, and we just go, oh, yeah, okay, sure, no problem, mate. We'll, oh, yeah, we can, oh, yeah, sure, no, yeah, we can we can accommodate you there, eh, buddy? So, no, no, just have a good day, eh? And you forget, and uh, we just continue to ignore you till you go away, and we win by attrition. It's a beautiful system. It's not unlike American healthcare, where if they just ignore you long enough, you die. Don't know what much more to say. So, with that in mind, uh, trying to think of anything that's been big in the news that's not sports-related... Um, of course, you're, you know, there's all your American pol- political nonsense, but I don't know if we really want to get into that. Hard to get into that. I can uh, do my old man on get-off-my-lawn routine, but that seems kind of pointless. Um, just very strange that Americans just are unable to see the middle. It's very bizarre to me that they cannot agree on uh, uh, when something is right or wrong. It's just it's left or right, and if it's if you're a lefty, anything thought of by the right, it has to be god awful. And if you're a righty, anything the left comes up with must be wrong and must be discarded immediately because it wasn't come up by by your side. Um, a lot of people suffering. A lot of people getting caught up in the nonsense when uh, you know, could be doing a lot better for the country. That's all. That's and that's both sides. That's that's not that's not uh, nobody's got a monopoly on that. Um, where you know the whole Me Too movement and the um, uh, I saw yesterday or I think it was Friday actually where some lawyer you know basically got up and said you know you don't need uh, corroboration or evidence or uh, facts aren't necessary if somebody a testimony alone is enough to convict and it's like no no it's not no 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 and I'm not even an American and I shake my head at such nonsense your word I mean yeah there was a time when your word probably was good enough and it probably should be good enough but we all know far far too many people that string the stories and tell the lies to get what they want. Uh, and politicians being among the leaders in that forum. Uh, so, I, I, it's just ridiculous. Uh, come on, America, get your act together. It's not too late. Get your act together. You can do better. Uh, yeah. That's kind of depressing, just thinking about that. We'll call this the uh, Sunday night Xanax hour. You might need to take one after you're done listening to it. Um, hopefully Nate shows up shortly. He's already, uh, I don't know how much further he had to drive. And then knowing big Nate, he'll probably have to uh, saddle up to the old uh, refrigerator. Uh, if he doesn't stop for takeout on the way home. I don't know, it's pretty late there. I'm not sure what's available in his neck of the woods at this time of the hour. But uh, he could be uh, patiently uh, waiting for a takeout order. Of course, he's got a nice pregnant wife at home. Well, not wife, but close man. Wife, what's her? I'll call her wife anyway, unless she's offended by that. Uh, significant other. Um, who's uh, 
on the cusp of becoming a mama and um, probably wouldn't say no to some uh, some exotic uh, takeout food. I don't know, fried pickles maybe or uh, uh, whatever adventure you may take in a uh, McDonald's hamburger these days. I'm getting a little old for the McDonald's. I don't, don't really do the McDonald's anymore. Um, but uh, it's my understanding that the pregnant lady likes to uh, pretty much eat anything. Uh, no offense to you pregnant ladies, but, uh, you know, uh, except the fried pickles, uh, probably, you know, a, a milkshake probably might be good. Uh, uh, you know, chicken sandwich. I mean, when's, when's anyone had a chicken sandwich that wasn't delightful? Uh, good old Chick-fil-A, which we don't have up here in Canada, but I hear good things. Um, I'm a pretty big fan of the Wendy's chicken sandwich. Uh, we usually have, uh, well, we maybe have takeout of once a week, if, if that. Uh, there we go. I believe we are being now joined by the great one and only, Natron Bush. Great Nate. In the... Great Nate. Big Is Nate. that what you're calling me now? Great name. Is, is that what you're calling? No, I was I was just uh, uh, telling people you were in transit, and then I thought, you know, he might not show up quite yet because there's probably a few takeout restaurants between him and his destination. Oh, uh, you're a bastard. You remember, uh, what, uh, ah, stop, but let me finish. <laughs> I, I was giving you points because I, I thought maybe, you know, you got a pregnant missus there who might want it, you know. Late night chicken sandwich or something. You might have just been doing your early duty. No, no uh, I am big boy, but that also costs money. So no, I haven't hit up any. That is true. On the yeah. way, well, you know, on I, the way home, I, I thought maybe the the, uh, the order of fried pickles might have went over good. She hasn't really craved fried pickles as of late, have you, babe? I mean, probably shouldn't even. Now you're going to be. And then, thanks for joining us, Nate Bush. As Nate is back in the card, <laughs> find a late night fried pickle joint. She does like fried pickles. I'm not a fan. Me neither. But uh, to me, they were just okay. crunchy, real hot pickles. I didn't really. See what the big deal was, but that's just me. yeah. I mean, I, I have to agree. I have to agree with you on that. I'm not. I'm just much not rather, on them. No, I'd much rather have uh, uh, chicken sandwich and some pretty good and some good French fries. I'm not happy with that. I don't need fried pickles. Well, let's ask the million dollar question then. Crinkle cut. Steak, regular. What's your what's your fry? Curly. What what's your, oh, what's your fry well, go to? I have had the odd curly fry that wasn't too bad, but I must say, crinkle cut is is up there. Yeah, crinkle cut's pretty good. Crinkle cut's good if you got a, uh, if, if you if you got a good gravy, or if they're a fry that goes that needs a ketchup. Oh yeah, some fries don't. Forgot your Canadian. Forgot your Canadian. Yeah, some fries don't need any gravy. Yeah, but some fries don't require anything. Like you should never sully McDonald's fries with anything, except salt. Hmm. That's all they need. They don't. Have you ever? Uh, have you ever had Steak and Shake's fries? You ever? You ever had Steak no. and Shake? 
No, we don't. That's something we don't have up here. I've seen the ads on TV, Thank but Steak and Shake has this uh, French fry seasoning that you can add to, uh, and they make their fries really skinny and really long. Yeah, I see. I see. It's it's pretty good. I enjoy it. I'm a I like the crinkle cut and I like the steak fry. I'm a big steak fry fan. So they're half so, like Tom Robinson's penis. Yes, they're half like Tom Robinson's penis. Ah, right, okay. We'll leave it to you to decide whether it was skinny or long. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. His penis is like a cheese wheel. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that himself. He can't even hold that against us. He's used that description many times. You know, As we all have. Yeah, I was just I was just lamenting. Uh, uh, I was quickly lamenting your political situation, and I wish your country would just get its fucking act together. But and then I decided that Canada have. was just yeah, and we, then I decided that Canada was just uh, we're just gonna do like we always politely ignore everything until it goes away. I have to agree that the United States is kind of soft. It's just—it's not getting any better. That's—that's that's the problem. I keep—I keep hoping that eventually, finally, enough will be enough, and regardless of what side of the fence you're on, somebody will just go, "Okay, this is enough." Can we get back to uh, doing the real job of government? But alas, <laughs> I, nobody, nobody, alas, no one is interested. <laughs> I'm not holding my breath on that one, man. I'm just doing yeah, no, and it's done as I said. And we, and I just wanted to apologize to everyone listening for the simple fact of this has been maybe the busiest week of in in wide men history in terms of personal lives for myself and Tom and and Tim. I know you Tim, Tim and I haven't even spoken and like. Verbally in a few days, and we no, normally talk. A, at least it's, been a, it's been a few days, which is which is. We not usually talk every us. day. Well, we try to talk every day, every other day. Um, but God, man, life has been just kicking me while we, I was uh, down. Just, just it's it, it was bound to happen. We, we've often discussed off air that sooner or later, shit was going to get in the way, and finally it did. But we, 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 we solemnly pledge on air to not turn into another podcast and go to the once every five months show. No, no, never. Never will that happen. And we will have a, a Wide Men Can't Jump show on Wednesday. Well, we, still missed, on, we still have not missed the show in that regard. So we're, 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 we could be doing even we could be doing worse there. But after today, it's not going to matter because I've claimed the Fantasy Basketball Championship by the fact uh, that I have LeBron on my team. LeBron is on my team, and therefore the the uh, league will step in and award me the championship, regardless <laughs> of the results. You know, I will give you credit that you're, um, you had the seventh pick in the draft, which is a very unenviable draft pick. Um, seventh, eighth, those are tough, because when you have these snake drafts like we had, you know, obviously one is going to get the best player. Um, uh, I had to admit, I was very surprised that LeBron was that nobody picked him. Well, and then you know, nine and ten, you kind of get that 
two picks in a row kind of thing or two really close picks together, you can kind of double up there. But the fact LeBron fell to seven, I was surprised. I have to Um, assume that that was somewhat a personal dislike. That people just don't like um, him. You know, because he's going to get numbers. Yeah, he's going to get points. He's going to get rebounds. He's going to get assists. Um, in this league, though, it's one of those leagues where you have to win certain categories in order to, in order to be able to win games. Uh, like you have to win five categories to consider that you won the league because there's eight categories. And if you go five and three for the week, well, your record's five and three on the season. And then the week after yeah. that, you know, I have win, to. You know, I will be happy if I'm not dead last because after I, I made I actually, the first, uh, after I, I made about my first four or five picks, I was kind of just going by. Uh, okay, the computer says this guy's pretty good, and I've heard this guy mentioned before or not mentioned. So I won't pick them, or I will pick them. That was basically my strategy. Yeah, I mean, I thought you drafted well. Um, I looked at your team. I liked your team. Go ahead and pull your team up, and we'll talk about it. I can't remember. I know I picked LeBron first, and then I picked uh, Kyrie Irving second. Um, I'll have to pull it up, too. After that... Uh, I think I took Clint Capel, either third or fourth. Clint Capella? Yeah. I got, yeah, I, got, I mean, I got you don't have to list in order. Yeah, okay, I got Kyrie Irving. I got C.J. McCollum, LeBron, of course, Julius oh, Randle, oh. Clint Capella, uh, uh-huh. Jamal Murray, Jamari Grant, Taj, Taj Gibson, Chris Dunn, Jordan Bell, and then on the bench... I got the pick you laughed at, which was Carmelo, but I knew who he was at least. Um, I had Isaiah Thomas and James Johnson. You know, that's actually a pretty good team. <laughs> I, I, I like that team. Honestly, like um, your team ended up being um, got a lot of scores. Uh, I think you're going to struggle in the rebound category. Um, but you got a lot. Like you should win points easily. Especially LeBron, yeah, we'll Kyrie, McCollum. I might. Um, you know, I can always uh, offer to trade LeBron James for five players. I don't know why you would do that, considering you can't have. You well, can't well, have I'm all those players 70, on your roster. I'm going to do it. Well, I'm see, but see, but I'm going to do a Seventy Sixers. I'm going to trade, offer to trade LeBron James for Markel Fultz and picks to be named in later succeeding draft years, succeeding fantasy drafts. <laughs> the first pick uh, in, the 2011, or in the 2021 fantasy draft will be mine. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. Uh, Markel Fultz was drafted by one Armando Martinez. Oh, Armando. I saw him and I thought, yeah. no. I said the only way I can take him is a giggle. Like if he's still there for my last pick, then I might take him. Um, and the other guy I refused steadfastly to pick was uh, 
Lonzo Ball. I just, I just, can't, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm not seeing Lonzo having the greatest year in the world. I, I had to, I had to wonder how much of the court Lonzo's actually going to see this year. Oh, he's going to see the court, but as far as his well, he keeps up his. I don't need to learn nothing from LeBron, and I can't learn nothing from him, and all that crap. He won't be seeing the court for very long because LeBron will put a kibosh on that. Very true, very true. But uh, yours truly had the first pick in the draft. Uh, yeah, what a what a shocker that was! You you didn't get to the draft soon enough. You should have seen the trash talk that was going on before you showed up. <laughs> Well, in fact, I, I, I believe I accused uh, Josh Brown of uh, buying the second pick, pick with fast food. <laughs> I saw that. I did. <laughs> I saw that. I saw, I saw that you uh, said he bought it with a chicken sandwich. Yeah, then he got the second pick with a chick with chicken sandwiches. It did look. It, I mean, you have to admit it was pretty funny. I went there and turned and said, "What the? Oh God, yeah, bullshit." Nate's got the first pick and Josh has got the second pick. Wow, isn't that just interesting? I mean, it did look rigged as hell. ESPN, man. I know. ESPN, but it still looked rigged as hell. (laughs) You would almost think that they would, that would be one of the conditions is that they'd make sure the commissioner didn't get the, whoever's league it was, didn't get the first pick. But the best you could do is second, just so it doesn't look like it's totally rigged. Well, again, they do it at random. Oh, it's so. It's just for it's just for fun, for Christ's sake. Who cares? That's very true. I mean, sure, very there's, true, but there's but bragging rights and a trophy at the end of it all. But hey, I mean, who actually, wouldn't not really a trophy per se. I mean, who wouldn't want to be the white men can't jump uh, fantasy basketball champion? Very true. You get your name on the the plaque. The plaque that we yeah, have. we'll, we'll, we'll have to get uh, we'll have to get something on the. Uh, uh, soon, soon to come website for uh, commemorating yeah, the, yeah, the fantasy basketball actually. Let's uh, yeah. we can go ahead and talk about the website uh, for a second before we get back to fantasy basketball. The website is uh, getting built, coming along nicely. Still got a few things I need to to get with the the man designing it and getting it set up, but so far it's come along pretty well. And we're gonna have uh, gonna add a store and. We're going to have all kinds well, of we have, stuff uh, on there. I mean, a lot, not a lot of people know, but we have a uh, a uh, crack staff of designers, uh, sports uh, administrators and athletes and everything, giving, all giving their two cents to make the greatest oh, yeah. uh, website ever constructed by mankind. Very true. We don't, uh, we don't half-ass anything. We whole-ass one thing, I'll tell you that. Yeah. We we do the we do things the American way. We uh, we talk about it. We throw a lot of money at it, and then we just forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like we do with Israel, but uh, yeah. Anyway, oh. <laughs> yikes! <laughs> so uh, I, I wanted to give you two uh, quick. Uh, we're kind of gonna just gonna bounce around all over the place tonight. I wanted to give you two astounding football facts from today. Okay. The, and, uh, did you, uh, I know you didn't really, you don't really get to watch uh, 
Ravens and uh, Titans. I I did see that. I did see some of that game. Did you even realize that when that game was complete, Marcus Mariota threw ten completions in the entire game and was sacked eleven times. That's insane. Eleven sacks in a football game. That, that's more just, sacks than completions. That poor bastard. Running for his life. I know an offensive line that ain't getting any Christmas gifts from their quarterback. Well, I actually knew Mariota had a bad day because I'm in a league where you start two quarterbacks on your fantasy team. Um, I have Aaron Rodgers, who is starting tomorrow, and I had the choice between... I had the choice between starting Mariota or Eli Manning this week. Fucking Eli. Eli's done. I was just a well, week early in my Eli prediction. <laughs> Eli had a better game than Marcus Mariota. Yeah, well, Marcus Mariota, they were just I, – I, I didn't get that game up here, but my kid was um, – he must have somebody on his fantasy team, and he kept texting me going, my God, they're just – like, can they be so bad? You know, twenty-one, twenty-one, nothing. And when I look at the box score, nothing, I believe. No, it was twenty-one. Oh, was it? okay. Twenty-one. It was, but I mean, go. I mean, I can't even imagine going. Uh, it was sacked eleven times. They only ran twenty-six plays. They didn't even have the ball. They only ran fourteen. They only ran twenty nine plays. That's it. That's that's insane. And he and twenty of those twenty nine, he was sacked eleven of them. I mean, I mean, I can't imagine a football game where your your total t- your total yardage passing was your net yardage was fifty one yards. That's it. And they ran for fifty-five. They didn't. They only netted a hundred and six yards in a game. Like, it's unbelievable. That that's got to be close to a record for futility in a football game. Probably not. It's probably even worse than that. But that's that's pretty bad. That is. That's like pretty normally, bad. My, my other. My other fast fact okay. was, oh, we'll finish up, and then I'll give you my other fast fact. No, I was just going to say, normally, you know, Baltimore's defense isn't that astounding, but apparently it was just a bad day to be a Titan. I mean, apparently they they normally have a decent passing attack. It's not amazing, but it's decent. No, they haven't been, like, they haven't been uh, Buffalo Bill bad or Raiders bad this year. Mm-hmm. We'll get to them. Yeah, we'll get to the Raiders. My other, uh, my other uh, quick stat was the the late game. What a beauty, forty-three to forty. Oh, uh, amazing beautiful game. game. Um, but but my fast fact from that game is since Brady and Belichick have been together, quarterbacks under the age of twenty-five against them in New England are zero and twenty-four. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
So no 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 rookies or young quarterbacks have managed to win a game in like 15 years in Foxborough. Not a one. It almost happened. It almost happened tonight. They got close. In fact, uh, um, they actually they self-inflicted loss. He had him there near the end of the game. Uh, I can't remember what the guy's name was, but he had Brady, and he, I don't know, he had a moment, and he thought he threw the ball, and he let him go. He had him for a sack, and he let him go, and he didn't throw it. He fake pumped it and kept it, and he let him go, and he ran in for a touchdown, and they don't want a game. So I guess they can take that away from it, that they know they can at least hang with him. It was a good game. It was. It was. And man, that that league. Watch, uh, yeah, it was fun to watch. Uh, Chris Hogan finally showed up. Well, the, he I mean, Brady. He just. Uh, you know, I hate to go on and on about Tom Brady because he doesn't. He just, but he doesn't. You know, he was only he was twenty four or thirty five, which is nothing spectacular. It's not horrible, but it's not great. He just doesn't make any mistakes. No picks. You know, he doesn't give the ball away. Although he did fumble once, I think. But uh, he doesn't do what a lot of other quarterbacks do. He doesn't. He has no problem throwing the ball into the stands or into the turf. But then I guess well, I mean, that's a smart play. Yeah, uh, but a lot of guys don't like doing it. A lot of guys will try to force it in somewhere where it really don't where it really shouldn't go, and then you end up getting uh, get bit. Because mm-hmm. uh, Mahomes yeah, didn't really have the quarter, to days either. Your quarterback rating drops a little bit when you do that, but it's yeah, better to win the game, you know? Yeah, when they interviewed him after the game, she said, well, 43-40, to 40, not a lot of defense. I mean, he looked at it and he said, well, that might be true, but who cares? We won. Because we'll worry yeah. about the defense now, you know, moving into next week. We'll worry about that later. Well, I mean, we won the game. That's all that matters. I mean, Chiefs had a good team. High-powered offense there. I mean, you're not talking yeah, about yeah, a, Chiefs a game. Nothing to, nothing to scoff at. No. And, Instead, you mean, know, the, the, defense, the defense that they did play were, I mean, they still, there was interceptions. There was, you know, uh, Good run defense for for uh, on both sides in spurts. I mean, Sony Michelle and Kareem Hunt both had good nights, but at the same time, it's like it's like you know these are just two really good offenses with the two best tight ends in the league on either side of the field. And don't forget that you know. You got Tom Brady, and then a guy who looks like he's going to be the next big thing when it comes to being a quarterback. Yeah, that is true. Well, I know. I mean, they went. Uh, I mean, they talked about it a little bit. You know, it was what uh, twenty-four to nine at the half for New England. And they said there will be the second half will be different. They will make. There will adjustments will be made, and I mean, the Kansas City scored thirty-one points in the second half. It's not quite yeah. enough. Their defense did get a little better because they only gave up, well, they still gave up 19 in the second half. But Tom Brady is Tom Brady. You just can't give, you can't give him the ball with, you know, a minute 45 left. It's just not a good idea. <laughs> he just seems to just be able to get, especially in, in Foxborough, he just seems to be able to get it done for some reason. Well, I'll tell you so what, was a good, this is a completely – 
this is a completely different team than what we saw against Detroit a few weeks ago. Well, I think uh, it might be a case of he's a little, you know he's another year older, and it's taken him a little longer to get into the saddle because they've just been getting better. Well, and better. that. Well, that and your your additions of Josh Gordon on the edge helps give you that go route runner and Julian Edelman comes back and Sony Michelle starts finding his own. You could, so. uh, you said they could throw the slant to Josh, Josh Gordon all night and they did. So he was open almost every play because he's just a beast at that particular route. Yeah, he really is. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, though, was uh, the ignorance of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers today was on full display when on the last play of the game from the 20, Jameis Winston decides he's going to try and run for it with no timeouts, no way to get out of bounds, no way to stop the clock. He takes off running to try to get a touchdown from the 20. You have to throw the ball there. You have to. Well, that's that's no different than, uh, was it last week where where, uh, Jason Garrett is not going for it for a fourth and one and not going for it in overtime? Yeah, that too. Like, what what are you thinking? Like, you've got to go for it. You have to. And if your team can't make a foreign run, then they got no business. Really, you got no business winning anyhow. To be quite honest, yeah, I don't know. Tampa Bay is, uh, you know, he he played a deal. You know, he, he was pretty good today. He played good. Yeah, he played good. But, He's uh, just made a bonehead play. Just not uh, mentally not tough, I guess you could say. Well, you can't you can't put that loss on him. That loss goes squarely on the defense. Our defensive secondary is, uh, I don't know, pretty pretty worthless. I watched Matt Ryan just take him apart today. It was kind of sad. Well, the, the, Falcons, secondary of Tampa, the Falcons looked like the old Falcons today, though, offensively. Anyway, right? I mean, they were they were basically playing. They were basically playing against you know the local middle school team. <laughs> yeah, because that's the best but, the Falcons I mean, have looked all year, just about. Well, I mean, again, you're playing, you're playing a defense that's probably giving up more points per game than some NBA teams. It's it was just ugly. Yeah, well, we saw some, but, we saw quite a bit of that today. There was there were some harsh truths we revealed today that uh, uh, when uh, you know some of these younger quarterbacks, I mean, and, and I will count Winston in that group. He's been in the league for a year or two, but he's hardly a seasoned veteran yet. Um, when they get against teams that have been around, you know, like the Falcons, is you know that team has been together for a while and is a little bit better, even despite their record this year. Um, those young quarterbacks have a tough time. I mean, I don't really count the Chargers as being all that great, and yet uh, they made uh, Mayfield look pretty ordinary today against uh, the Chargers. He didn't play horribly, but you could tell that he was not. You know, here's a guy, he's he still got a lot to learn and and uh, is going to have to learn it. And some of it's going to come the hard way. 
Yeah, the Cardinals. I, mean, I think I think the Cardinals had the same thing happen to them. I think their rookie found out that the Vikings' defense was a little slightly better than uh, what he was used to seeing, and uh, and uh, didn't. And his performance, well, you know, quarterback rating of twenty. So, speaking of bad quarterbacks, you know Buffalo's got Josh Allen, who actually looks like he's going to be a a decent quarterback if he can not kill himself trying to pick up first downs, lowering his head, taking those hits. Yeah, well, that's, um, somebody has got a a coach has got to step in there and say, "Hey, look, idiot, you you can't." Yeah, you, you got to be smarter. Yeah. But I don't know if you noticed this, but you know Buffalo was in that game, and Allen went out with an injury, and they brought in Nathan Peterman. And did you see what he Great did? Play. Well, he got a touchdown. And he then threw, threw a pick two, six, and then threw two, and then threw two interceptions. <laughs> he threw a pick six, and the and that was the difference in the game. He may be the worst quarterback in the NFL. Well, they, they got like, I don't know how football. Like uh, you know, I like football, and and I'm knowledgeable about mostly the offensive side of the game and the defensive side not quite so much. But I'm thinking more in the management sense. Um, what teams do at the draft. Now, obviously, like you take a team like Buffalo, for instance, who's got, in all in all indications, a pretty good quarterback. Do they draft with a brain, or is that why they stay bad? Because they don't draft with a brain, and they should be looking for, oh, I don't know, offensive lineman comes to mind, and maybe somebody for him to throw the fucking ball to. I don't know. Just my thoughts. And yet, like, I don't know Buffalo's drafting record short of him, of him last year. But uh, well, I wonder, I, I, my my thought, my real thought, I guess, is, is I wonder if it's a lot like hockey where the bad teams stay bad because they don't address their real needs. They go for the flash. Well, I know a few years ago, Buffalo wasted a first-round pick on E.J. Manuel. Uh, That I remember vividly. They also drafted. So maybe if they're uh, drafting, period, not even who they or not even like what they draft, but who they draft. Well, I know in hockey, a lot of times teams will pull the uh, you know, okay, well we've got we've got two fairly good forwards, and that's really all you need if they're good enough. But we really need some defensemen. You can't keep the puck out of our net. So who do they draft? A forward. Okay, well, this this doesn't help you. Yeah. Now, um, granted, football's a little bit more complicated because there's more guys out on the field at the same time. But, um, you know, you look at the, you look that, at the perennial uh, bad teams, Cleveland, uh, Buffalo, uh, your own, your own. Well, the Bucks have been on and off, I guess. Uh, you know, the the Giants are guilty of it, where they just can't see past the fact that that guy they they got to get rid of him, and yet they just can't seem to be. I mean, they're exposed. That some of that might be financial, um, but I don't because I think he's got some guaranteed money on the table there. But um, you know, Eli Manning was was god awful against the Eagles. 
god awful. Yeah, he was bad. But I, I don't know. I don't think in their case maybe they don't have anybody else to throw out there because they should have drafted a quarterback from this last draft class. And then, I, I maintain that they were, wasn't a bad move. I think them taking Barkley was smart. I think Eli's got – and most people won't agree with me on this. I think Eli's still got a year or two left in him. They their offensive even line if he, is but even if he does, awful. you need a quarterback, but you still need to draft one now. Oh, I agree. You can't agree. wait till he's finished and then draft one. Well, I suppose you can, but that's not really the way to to do it. I believe they have uh, Ryan Nassib as their backup, or at least they did. Uh, sure. He played at he played at Syracuse. Years ago, uh, he was a good quarterback. Good, he was. I thought he was a, a good draft pick. They got him like the fourth round. But um, Buffalo was talking about them. You know, they took Sammy Watkins a few years ago and had nobody. They had nobody to throw the ball to him, and he leaves. And now they get a decent quarterback. <laughs> so it's, with Buffalo, I mean, know, see, they like, can't win. They had the. Uh, I mean, they had okay. They had the second pick and took Barkley, which was all fine. They had the second pick That's in a giant, the second yeah. round. Yeah, they had the second pick in round two. They could have taken a quarterback and got a good one. Hell, they could have got a good one in round three and didn't take one. Yeah, I think but Mason fact, Rudolph was on the board still. Yeah, and in fact they, they didn't take any. Oh they did. Kyle sorry, the fourth round with the eighth pick, Kyle Noletta from Richmond, who I've never fucking heard of. Richmond, what, that's a big school. That's close to I, I don't, somewhat. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, too, I suppose in, there's a certain amount of um, uh, loyalty involved. You know, he did get them to Super Bowls. So I guess, man, then you got to, you know, then you look at guys like Brady who defy all logic and, what forty, whatever. And Drew Brees is another one who's older than Eli Manning and is still get gets it done more than not. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, but remember, what do all those older guys have in common? A veteran, very solid offensive line. Yeah, which the Giants do not have. They do not. Their offensive line is I, terrible. And then when they were watching the game, I can't remember who it was on the commentary. On said he said, "Look at them." He said, "They just he said they look like a bunch of sheep out in the field. They just kind of they have they 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 got no purpose. They're not they just you know there. Like even between plays, he says usually you know teams are these guys are swatting each other and talking to one another and." And uh, huddling up, and he says the Giants are their their offensive line just looks like okay. Well, we got to stay out here. All right. When's he gonna hit the ball? Now? Okay. Go and, and it and it shows me that offensive line is so bad, but yet look at what Saquon Barkley can do. It shows me how good he is. Oh, because he's, he's still uh, putting up numbers. I mean, he's the real deal. Um, regardless of 
you know, there was some, I mean, I, I don't know if he's going to be a, uh, he should he should be a, a great unless it turns out that he's just having a a big year. But uh, he looked pretty good to me. That's all I. Yeah, know. I mean, I, mean uh, I know a lot of teams that would have been quite happy to have slotted him in this week in the running back position. Although the the uh, Rams wouldn't have been one of them. Yeah, I mean he's. He looks like Barry Sanders out there, honestly. Like he's all they got. You know, like I said, uh, about the only team I can think of that wouldn't want him is maybe Dallas, because Elliott is pretty good, and I know the Rams with. Uh, I mean, Gurley ran for what? I think it was 208 yards today. I believe I saw. So they don't need yeah. him. But there's there's not very many teams who wouldn't wouldn't swap running backs. I'll I know tell teams you, give them both, both their running backs. I'll tell you this. Um, a very underrated back in the league, uh, Melvin Gordon, running in San, uh, with Los Angeles, the Chargers. That's a, that's a good running back. People don't talk about him. And the Chargers don't get a lot of love, period, because the um, the Rams take all the good headlines. The Raiders take all the bad ones. <laughs> the Chargers are sort of the forgotten squad there. Yeah, and the 49ers, nobody's uh, – Talking about them much these days. Well, they what little chances they did have went out the window when their quarterback got hurt. The other guy hasn't played I don't think. poorly, but well, no, but they were going to be. They would have been, you know, I don't know, maybe a eight and eight or a seven and nine team, maybe with what's his name, but without him, they're they're, they're nothing without him. Yeah, and that's not they really a are a whole lot, but. But you know what I'm you know what I'm getting at. They're they're just that much worse. Uh, yeah, because they're what one and one and four. I mean, they're gonna go. I would imagine they'll be one and five after tomorrow. Can't see them beating the Packers. Then they've got the Rams, so that'll be one and six. Then they got so then their schedule lightens up. Then they got a shot. Then they got the Cardinals, the Raiders, and the Giants. Yeah, I mean they should they should win two of those games at least. So so let's give them two wins. So that makes them that's three. Then they got Tampa Bay, Seattle, Denver. That's three maybe losses. Den, maybe Denver. Then they got Seattle, Chicago, and the Rams again. So yeah, no, they, they, that's not looking good for them. Not looking good at all. What I tell you, man. What I tell you, John Gruden. It's not a good or uh, not San Francisco. I'm talking. Sorry, I got my teams mixed up, but uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, like, Jimmy was a good quarterback, but I think people bought in a little too quick. They've got well, a lot of go? issues. He was talking about well, anything until, yeah, I mean, so what's he ever done? Nothing. Nothing. He, he uh, speaking of the. Speaking of the 49ers, I'll finish your Garoppolo thought. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I was going to say the uh, 49ers pulled a move, and uh, they had a, uh, uh, I don't know how to explain, they had like a presentation for uh, before the uh, celebrating their history before the game against the Packers coming up, and they left Mm -hmm. Kaepernick out of the, 
and they left Kaepernick out of the uh, thing. And of course they said, "Oh, we didn't do it on purpose." <laughs> of course you, of course you didn't. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to have to just go ahead and say it. Colin Kaepernick's better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo right now. Until I see, until I'm proven otherwise. Well, I will rephrase that. Colin Kaepernick was a better quarterback for one year than what Jimmy Garoppolo oh, is yeah. now. I don't, I don't know about his last year in the league was not particularly spectacular. He, he relied way too much on his legs. He was a good quarterback, but he needed to learn how to be a pocket. I mean, passer. I will, as much as it pains me. I will say, I don't know about now because he's been out of the game already for what? He hasn't played for two seasons now already? Yeah, something like that. But when he first um, declined his option and was available and had just finished playing, there are way worse quarterbacks in the league than him. Way worse. Oh, I agree. I'm, like, I, think I might even go so far as to... Yeah, I might even go so far as to say that there are worse starting quarterbacks in the league than him. Definitely, nobody's going to tell me that there that he couldn't have found a job as a, a backup somewhere right then. Now, okay, yeah, so after being now it's a different story entirely. And with all of his nonsense, I understand why teams didn't want a part of that. But based, but just, but for them to say, well, if he was talented enough, he would be on a team. That's bullshit because he would have been on one. I mean, I said we've got there's there's teams in the league that got backups that have never thrown a freaking pass. I mean, who's the backup quarterback in Dallas? I'm a Dallas fan. I don't even know. Couldn't tell you. You know, now that you ask, now that you ask, I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. So I'm going to guess that Colin Kaepernick when he was playing is probably a better quarterback than him. It used to be uh, they had a they had an old wily veteran at one time there, but I don't know if he's still there or not. But I couldn't tell you. Uh, they had John I mean, Kitna, didn't they? Cooper, Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush, and Mike White. God, I've never heard those one of, names. One of who's a rookie and one who has two years. So when Kaepernick was coming out, there probably was somebody else there. But even right now, I I will I, unless Cooper Rush or Mike White have got something I don't know about, Colin Kaepernick is probably their equal right now. Yeah, I can see that. Or close, anyway. If if you got him back in, yeah. I, mean, I don't know what kind of shape he's keeping himself in and that sort of thing. But I mean, the uh, the I... Cleveland Browns when when Colin Kaepernick was done, the Cleveland Browns didn't have anybody at quarterback. Nobody. The Buffalo Bills didn't have anybody at quarterback. He was better than anybody. I mean, trying to tell me he wasn't better than Tyrod Taylor? I I thought that the Bills should have taken him because they had nothing. Nothing. And at the time, the Jets didn't really have much either. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, there's another team that just, you know, revolving door of quarterbacks, basically. Quarterbacks are us. You just go down to the. They just go down to quarterbacks or else and buy a guy off the shelf every week. I'm trying to remember who the Jets had. Uh, I think Fitzpatrick was gone already. Uh, who was? I can't uh, remember who they uh, had. Yeah, I'm not sure when he was there. Sanchez. 
Did they have Sanchez? Might have been. But then again, even if he was the starting, even if he was their number one guy, who the hell did they have at number two that was be- that they thought was better than Kaepernick? I mean, you know, they can give me this, well, systems are different and all this nonsense, but, I mean, when it really comes down to it, can he run and throw the ball? I mean, he wasn't the greatest passer in the world, but he could run. Uh, that is true, he could. He was always pretty good at. Uh... Boy, that that must be quite the category. New York Jets notable first round draft picks. Did they ever have any? <laughs> That's Joe Namath. They had the uh, they had the first pick one year and took Brickashaw Ferguson. Yeah, Joe Namath, fine. John Riggins turned into a fairly decent running back. Pennington won your first round. Yeah, I said famous number one picks, not infamous. Keyshawn Johnson. Pennington was pretty good. Chad Pennington. Santana Moss, that's a name I recognize. Santana Moss, wide receiver, wow. Mark Sanchez. Boy, there's a... There's just a record of fucking futility there, let me tell you. You know, like there, there's a perfect example. All right, so the Jets have got, they draft Mark Sanchez out of USC for the first pick in 2009. They don't pick another quarterback for 10 years. And we know they didn't have one in that time period. <laughs> no. No, they did I'm not going to. I'm not going to bother to go look, but think of the quarterbacks who have come into the league in the last 10 years. How many of them would you want? Quite a few of them. And yet the Jets seem to figure that that Mark Sanchez and whoever else they might have had was better than that. That's frightening. That means your your scouts are not – well, you know, I don't know, too. Sometimes ownership gets involved. You know, you, you got the 76ers syndrome or Minnesota syndrome, Timberwolves syndrome, where the owners and the coaches and the general managers can't get along and nobody knows what the hell's going on and guys should have been traded three weeks ago and haven't been moved yet. And it's just a touchy subject. Sometimes yeah. it's – well, but but it's true. Sometimes franchises, you know, like we, I always look at it, you know, well, why don't they just draft a fucking quarterback? Well, sometimes it's because ownership don't want to. You know, if we draft a, a hot shot quarterback, we're going to have to pay him. And then we're going to have to give him a big fat contract. And, yeah, we're making money right now, and we suck. And we don't spend any money. So who cares? Because some owners don't. You know, we like to think that they all are interested in winning the title all the time, but a lot of them could care less about winning. It's about making money. And if we win and we get lucky enough to win, well, fine. But you don't see – there isn't that many owners that are willing to empty the bank to to get the winning team. That is true. That is true. You know, there are a few. Like but, Jerry, uh, Jones, Jerry Jones likes to win quite a bit. With He'll spend his money. But he'll spend his money, but then he has to throw his opinion in there too, and that's usually not worth much. Yeah. That's always the uh, downside of him. Well, they got an um, owner like that. There's usually one in every league that uh, 
Well, I kind of think Mark Cuban is sort of like that in the NBA. I'm saying he, they're usually always from Texas. He thinks he, you know, I guess because he's got a lot of money, he thinks he knows a lot about basketball. But I, I mean, I don't know how much Mark Cuban really knows about basketball. But he ain't Danny Ainge. Let's put it that way. Well, who is? <laughs> well, I that's what I was about to say, but then I'm not sure that Danny Ainge right now, anyway, has an equal in in NBA management because that guy, everything he does, turns out coming up roses. That guy's a damn Bill genius. Allen, say. Well, he's still milking that fucking trade with the the Seventy Sixers because he's still got some. I saw it the other day. He's still got some pick coming up next year yet from that deal that's going to be a good one, apparently. So it's something to do with yeah. New Orleans, a New Orleans pick or something? I don't know. Yeah, there's, there's talk that they're trying to get Anthony Davis. Oh, good Lord. There's talk. Well, that would, Again, I don't know. That would, make the, uh, that would make the Celtics fairly formidable. They're fairly formidable now. I think if they get him, depending on what they give up, I think they become the favorites to win it all. Well, it should be interesting, not to turn this into a wide man can't jump, but we'll talk basketball for a bit. Um, I think it, for me anyway, I'm gonna, I'm waiting to see if the uh, Golden State has a letdown year. Uh, I think it's next year, honestly. I mean, you know, we've we've won our titles, and I don't know. Do we really want to work so hard to to uh, win again? We really want to go through all that this year. I'm not saying it will or won't. I just because usually it happens. It's hard to it's hard to win two or three times in a row. It ain't easy. I don't know about Houston. Yeah. I'm still not sold on Houston. I just don't know. James Harden to me is just, I don't know, great, great player, but just not a winner somehow. Well, I mean, we talk about it on the show. We we talk about how the Rockets are, to me, they got worse. And my rankings of them, where they'll finish in the season, showed that, at least for me. So, I just, you know, everybody's already crowned them the number two in the West. I just, I think Oklahoma City's a better team. Yeah, they've always had a fair, I mean, they've had a pretty good team for quite a while, but there's another case of how, if they're hungry enough to really win it or not. Yeah. Speaking of hungry enough. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say on paper, ahead, on paper, Toronto doesn't look that bad either. But uh, they'll never. They might get out of. They might get past their Cleveland this year, but that they'll still Boston will crush Toronto. Yeah, but you know, we were talking about speaking of hungry, the Cowboys today cleaned house. Oh, that's as good as I've seen the Cowboys play in ages. Now, if they could somehow Weird. figure out a way to play all their games at home, where they play ten times better than they do on the road, not that that's horribly uncommon, but with them it's even more so. They are just—they're a totally different team at home. 
I mean, Jacksonville, I thought, was a formidable team. And they did they not just, look very good today. No, they did they not. Sc- which they scored. They, they don't have pretty much scored at will. Which they didn't have Fournette today, and you know Blake Bortles has never been known to be the king of being a quarterback. He's not exactly a show stealer, but still, the defense just choked. And that's their calling card. Well, another it was it was another case though where they they didn't have the ball. You know, Dallas had the yeah. ball uh, two thirds of the game, and they just they didn't get a chance to uh, really do all that much. I mean, they they had what they ran their fort they ran forty plays, and, and Dallas ran almost eighty, so or seventy, so almost two to one. Well, when you don't have the ball. They had a lot of long drives too, but that game was over. I mean, it was twenty-four to nothing at the half. Yeah, I mean, you saw it. You know, Jacksonville. If they can't stop people, they're going to go back to being what they were, which was a joke. <laughs> well, there's there's another team though that in, insists that they have a quarterback, and he ain't it. In my opinion, although no, I'm still not, I'm still not sold on Dak Prescott either. Though, if it wasn't for the fact that he um, can run as good as he he can, because his passing is suspect for in my book. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a soul on Dak Prescott. I haven't been for a while. I he reminds well. me of of uh, I don't know. He he reminds me of Michael Vick without the arm. He scrambles around. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. That's an even better. Yeah, that's an even better analogy. Every once in a while, he he throws a half decent pass, but most of the time, he saves himself with his legs. I mean, he ran for eighty-two yeah. yards today and a, t- and a touchdown, but but that doesn't going to work every week. No, no, and you get yourself killed. Look at Robert Griffin. And, yeah, and you get hammered. Because I noticed, uh, that's another thing I wanted to talk about. I noticed this week that the referees put away their roughing the passer flags. The uh, word must have came down from on high that they didn't want to see that called quite so much because guys were getting pummeled again this week. It was getting out of hand. Oh, it was. But now, but I saw I saw several times today where what I thought was obvious, you know, okay, when the quarterback throws the ball and takes two steps back and then somebody hits him, that's roughing the passer, in my book. But they weren't calling it today. Yeah, I... A couple guys got hammered pretty good today, but I would rather see that than that nonsense of you touch the, my pinky touched the strings of his left shoe, so I roughed the passer. That stuff is nonsense. Well, and don't forget, you're also going to end up getting a getting a lot of flopping, if I can put it that way. Well, eventually like you would, probably. If quarterback quarterback's taking it, if, you know, if it starts to be like you, like you said, like basketball, felt the hand on the hip going down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you see that all the time, but uh, you know, the, it, it's one of those things that was really starting to 
I don't want to say upset fans, but can I say that it was offending people a little bit? Well, I, I would think, yeah, because I don't think you'll argue, and I won't argue, <laughs> I'm not against protecting the quarterbacks from getting hit in the head. But in the same breath, it was getting there for the last two weeks. Is you couldn't hit them at all. You know, you can't tackle them below the knee, from the knees down. Don't touch them in the head. Uh, if you do tackle them, don't fall on top of them. You know, it was starting yeah. to get ridiculous. I mean, it's like, well, what the hell are you supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. M- meanwhile, running backs are getting swarmed by, you know, seven three hundred pound men are jumping on, you know, piling on running backs, and nobody cares. But I mean, I understand the quarterbacks the the money position, but still, well, it does get ri- remember ridiculous. This. Remember this, Tim. The bigger the player, like a Ben Roethlisberger or a Cam Newton the less likely the refs are to throw the flag as well. Now, I just laugh because every week, well, this week I didn't hear it, but the last couple of weeks, Troy Aikman, he just kept saying, God, I wish they would have made those calls when I played. I'd still be playing. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he got his bell. Him, he got his bell rung bad. Well, that's why he quit. Yeah. He had to. But, yeah, um, Definitely. Yeah, it was It's been an interesting week But, you know, sometimes you just gotta wind down And you know one way I like to wind down, Tim? Oh, I think I know one way Well I color boom, chicka, boom, color. boom You know Now that you say that It was always something I was never any good at But I kind of liked doing If you know what I mean Yeah yeah, well, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of adults out there that that do color. I know Autumn is one. She colors, and it helps relieve anxiety. And, you know, coloring's kind of – it's fun, but there's times when you just need to liven it up a little more. Like, I'm tired of coloring with blue and brown and, you know, Tickle Me Elmo pink and Burnt Sienna and these crazy colors. Have you ever heard of that? Burnt Sienna, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Tim, there's a company now, and they're a great sponsor of our program tonight. That's Offensive Crayons. Offensive Crayons are sure to liven things up. They've gotten rid of the boring colors like goldenrod and red and things like that. So now we have colors such as Travel Band Brown and Privilege, <laughs> which is white. And we also Love have it. what's called self, Self-Identifying Pink which is actually the color blue. All these colors are available at offensivecrayons.com. And make sure you get around to the holiday season. They're going to have all kinds of classics come out, such as Drunken Racist Uncle Purple, Ho Ho Home Invasion, and Boner Peel Blue. So make sure you catch all those. There's all, all kinds of great, great colors and different <laughs> boxes. Don't take my word for it. Check them out. At offensivecrayons.com. There's all kinds I mean, of great ones, just, like presidential. They have presidential, just imagine, which is orange. Just imagine the fun when your child takes their creation to school and the school teacher <laughs> says, you know, hey, that's a beautiful blue sky there. That's boner pill blue, madam. 
Exactly. And don't forget <laughs> well, the always Who can't popular, love that? The always popular color. Your parents' divorce was your fault, Peach. So make sure you pick up your pack it has a, at a fifth. What's that? Do you have all the colors? Um, I don't think I have all. Are of they them, respons- few- Are they responsible for like bulimia green, or pregnancy oh, test God. blue, or uh, <laughs> autoerotic asphyxiation purple? Possibly. But um, what about actually, bong water brown? Bon- oh. <laughs> I've come up with you know, a few. They actually, do, they actually do take color names at offensivecrayons.com. So everybody log on to offensivecrayons.com and pick up a box. They're really cheap. I think they're eight fifty a box. You you want these? They'll mail them to you. The box itself is fantastic to me, and they are fantastic. You guys have got to check them out. I'll uh, as soon as I can, I'll get a picture up on Twitter. You got to check them out. They're really cool. And one of the yeah, cool things have is, a... Go ahead. well, one of the coolest things is they've actually been banned from Amazon, so you can't get these on Amazon. You have to order from offensivecrayons.com. They were banned from Amazon's. It makes me want more. They were banned because they offended children and Caucasians, and that is an actual writing oh. from the legal team. Uh, oh, they've Amazon. got so, so they've got to have what they, that's where white privilege comes from. Then I'm guessing exactly. So make yeah, sure that one in Make sure you check out offensivecrayons.com. They help them bringing you the show tonight, and we want to thank them for their sponsorship. That's offensivecrayons.com. Check them out and pick up a box today. You're not going to want to miss that. Okay, we. I, I mean, I'm I'm so on board on this, but we've got to come up with a a, a color. This has got to be our our what's the word I'm looking for? Our, our, we must be striving for the, to meet this goal of wide bin can't jump something. Hmm. Some, we have to come up with one, wouldn't we? I I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to get into trouble for this, but screw it. I'm going to say it anyway because I don't give two fucks because I'm Canadian and that's how I am. What about what about one nut flesh tone Robinson? Robinson flesh tone oh. one nut <laughs> or something God. along this line. Well, <laughs> yeah. we should be able to work in wide men can't jump. Uh, never seen the sun white. <laughs> Yeah, you're not too far behind on that. Yeah, that's got to be pretty close. Well, I'm pretty sure you're like me. You might be taking your shirt off at home now and then, but you ain't doing it in public anytime soon. Very true. You might take it off very, outside very when you're, true. yeah, when you're you know alone in the backyard or something. But very rarely does does my naked body see the, you know, my upper torso see the light of day, as it is not. I, I would like to think anyway that it, it's not pleasing to the masses, so I keep it to myself. Well, how, how about yeah? What 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 would the color be of if like if you had too tight a speedos on, and it was cutting off circulation to your legs? <laughs> Purple maybe. Because we could have white man can't jump, 
um, circulation purple, or no circulation purple. There's with speedos in there. Those are all too long. I got to come up with something shorter. We'll come up with something, I'm sure, and we'll get it submitted to our people at Offensive Crayons. They're awesome, and we do appreciate if name them. A if we could get a crayon named, oh, dude, that's that's right up there. That's better than Emmy by far. <laughs> better than any fucking stupid <laughs> podcasting award. Be like, oh yeah, well, you want the you want a podcast award? Look at this, we got a fucking crayon named after us. Suck it, bitches. That's true. We did. We, and we write suck we it now with our with our crayon. Uh, maybe so, yeah, something. Yeah, that's too. I don't want to really go down the race angle because that isn't this funny to me. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, because so, there's lots of jokes I could go you know with. So. You know, non-exclusive basketball brown. <laughs> oh, wait, I've got it. I've got it. Have I triggered something good? Let's hear it. Background Josh Brown. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Nerdy Josh, background Josh Brown. <laughs> but because we can't uh, say Josh but... Brown, could you say... Um, Never adopted Josh Brown. Oh, no, sad, we'll sadly, never, never adopted. Sad Josh Brown. Never got a date to the prom. Josh Brown. <laughs> oh Lord, sorry, Josh, but that was funny. We love you, Josh. But uh. Anyway, back to football. I know what now. it is. Fat man inner thigh pink. There we go. Fat man inner thigh pink. <laughs> there you go. Oh, God. That'll work. Uncircumcised penis red. That's Or otherwise known as lipstick cock. <laughs> or that. Yeah, That's you a dog. Do that. That's what dogs have. Lipstick red dick. Lipstick red. No, there's lots of them. There. We got. I got to work on that. I got to. I got to come up with a few. <laughs> so we've gotten here somehow. Gonna, <laughs> next week on Wide Men Can't Jump, let's talk about the restraining order we got from offensive crayons. Talk. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you asshole sent us three thousand six hundred forty-two. Horrible submissions. Some of our staff killed themselves after reading these things. They were that bad. We love it. Uh, you got your own box. The Wide Men Can't Jump edition. Offensive crayon. <laughs> They're all brown, every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> one, one token white crayon. Just one. <laughs> Luber white. Luber white, God. <laughs> That's that's an inside joke. Or maybe not if you listen to the show enough. Luber White. Darky Johnson, Darky Johnson Black. <laughs> every every time you use Luber White, the tip breaks off. Oh, Got to keep sharpening yeah. it. Until <sighs> it becomes a stubby. Well, what am I going to do with you, <laughs> What am I going to do with you? Jesus you're, Christ. You're going to continue to tell your friends 
you would not believe this friend I have from Canada who is so fucking crazy. Like how this guy's not in an asylum is beyond me. Because it's Canada. It's Canada. (laughs) Your mental health is free. You can run around and be crazy. It's okay. We love you anyway. Canada. That's it. It's the Canadian way. We just, we just, we just do shit like this. Oh, you got a problem with that? Oh, eh? Yeah. Oh, that's horrible, eh? Oh, yeah. We should probably see if someone can do something about that, eh? Yeah, we'll get right on that, eh? Yeah, we'll talk to you soon, eh? See you later. And when do we just forget about it? That's one way to do it. It works. Right, if it works, it works. I can't. I can't argue with that logic. Country founded on on uh, on liquid that runs out of trees, for God's sake. I mean, our national animal is a euphemism for vaginas. Why does that not shock me? Well, what do you think of? I mean, it's true. When I mean, you guys have got them, I mean, come on, the bald eagle. It's pretty cool. Ours is the bee, ours is the old. Fuck that, we'll top your bald eagle. Ours is the pussy. Deal with it. <laughs> well, Speaking of which, I let you in on a little something that you probably didn't know. Okay. Uh, starting on Wednesday up here, cannabis is now legal across the great country of Canada. Well, that's good news. Well... I guess if you're a user, it is. I'm, I'm not a partaker, so I don't really care one way or the other. But uh, this sounds kind of interesting. But, uh, you will be able I'm to. Cool uh, with uh, it. Well, every province cool has got different it. laws, but, but for up here, you can now grow uh, four plants in your house, and uh, you can buy. But you can't, of course. I mean, there's a whole shit pile of rules. It's kind of like booze, but a little worse. Uh, you know, you can't. You, know, you can't walk down the street smoking a fatty, but uh, well, you can have, have four plants in your house. You can have 30 grams, which I, I don't know if that's a lot or not. Uh, uh, yeah. 30 grams in your possession. Jeez, but you can't. One of the things I thought was really interesting was you cannot have any or in your system if you're driving a motor vehicle and you can't smoke it in a car either. Well, I mean, it'd be like alcohol, you know. Well, we're waiting to see whether, I mean, all the laws in the world are fine, but only if somebody bothers to enforce them. Yeah, I mean, you got to enforce it if you're going to, if you're going to legalize that shit. Well, what the the pot people here are worried that it's going to turn into what uh, the cops have turned speeding and and liquor into. Fine money. Because it's a $250 fine. For any offense under the cannabis laws, as they call them up here, so I'm I'm wondering if that doesn't turn the cops into we're gonna you know we're gonna find wherever people are doing this and we'll set up shop and we'll nail everyone who comes out of there like they do for alcohol. I don't know if they do that in the states. They're really bad for that up here. They'll wait till closing time and they set up the uh, you know the speed trap or whatever. 35 feet from the entrance into the liquor store or the bar, and they nail everybody who's been drinking. Which I guess isn't a bad thing, but I don't know. I was kind of thought the cops should have better things to do. You know, if there's no crime, then fine. But we all know there's crime. So, 
Yeah, I mean, they do that down here too, so don't be shocked by that. They I do. thought it was interesting. Here it's, uh, what is it, you got to be 18. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much the same as the booze laws from what I could see. But people, I think right, people here get a real miss. 21 there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only 18. Got to be 21. Well, yeah. Alberta, I remember when they uh, when they changed the law, and the guy basically said it's pretty retarded to expect somebody to go and uh, fight a war in another country for his country, uh, but tell him he can't vote and he can't have a beer. It's a rather ridiculous state of affairs, and I have to tend to yeah, agree with yeah, we you either have to change of, it all to 21 or all to 18 or whatever number you want to pick, but they shouldn't be different. You, know, you can you can pick the leader of the country at 18, but we don't trust you enough to have a glass of wine with dinner. You're not you're not responsible enough to do that. Yeah, we've been we yeah we're kind of like that down here. Most people, but you know how it goes. Well, I do know how it goes. West Virginia got their asses handed to them in college football. That's how it goes. Oh, God, didn't they? Jesus Christ. So much for whatever crazy. chance Will, Will Greer had at winning the Heisman Trophy just went out the window. Oh, oh yeah, it's done. It's done. They're, I mean, they, they've got a chance. They've got a chance to win the, uh, the Big 12. But, I mean. Well, luckily – Luckily for them, everybody else kind of lost, too, except for, I mean, who's left now? I mean, Alabama. And uh, I think there might be one more, but I think everybody else has lost at least once. Yeah, um, I think. Um, Yeah, they might be. You might be right. just came out. Uh, we got Alabama at seven and zero, Ohio State seven and zero, Clemson at six and zero, Notre Dame seven and zero. So there's four left. Mm. LSU at five. Oh, look at that! Michigan up to six. Well, there's some others that are undefeated, but they're not going to get into the top. They're never going to make the playoff because they don't play. Like uh, Central Florida's six and zero, but they never they don't play anybody. So. They'll get some love in the wow. West West Virginia only dropped well. They dropped seven spots down to thirteen. But I mean, they've only lost once. If any of those other teams can flub and they can keep winning, you never know. I don't know who they got left I mean, to play, but they're going to run into Texas. Texas is undefeated still. So. I mean, there's a lot. There's still North Carolina State's undefeated, I believe. No, Texas is Texas has a loss. Did they They're lose? Texas lost their first game of the season to Maryland. They haven't lost since, but they lost. So they're they're six and one. So there's still there's still squeak room there yet. Especially if either of these, like Alabama's, still got a couple of 
they still have to play. Uh, they got a tough one coming up against Tennessee, and then they've still got to play LSU and Mississippi and Auburn. So they could still lose one yet. They got their toughest part of their schedule still to come. Uh, Ohio State's got uh, what they got left: Purdue, Nebraska, Michigan, Maryland, Michigan State, and Michigan. So they they could blow one yet. They still got to beat two of their big big rivals. Uh, Clemson. I would say the one that we'll be worried about would be Notre Dame. I don't think they have anybody left to play. Yeah, Clemson's got nobody left. Florida State, Louisville, Boston College, Duke, and South Carolina. So they should probably they'll probably stay undefeated. Notre Dame. Not to change, not to change the subject, but I, I I hopped on Don't Twitter. I hopped on Twitter for a second, just to kind of check out what's going on, and I had forgotten that uh, Bound for Glory was tonight. I don't know if you, uh, you know, oh, Impact, so the, 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 the world of TNA. Impact. I yeah, I forgot. Right? I mean, and and I don't really care, you know, about TNA or whatever. But I don't know what happened here. But tonight, the world title match, the TNA title match or whatever, the big match was Johnny Impact, which is John Morrison, Johnny Nitro, whatever you know him as, uh, Johnny Mundo. Uh, wrestled Austin Aries for the TNA title, um, and I'm a, I'm just going to call him John Morrison because that's what I know him as. John Morrison hit his finish, which is Starship Pain, gets the one two three, and then Austin Aries just kind of no sells it, just gets up and just walks out, whips fans off, trash talks, and just leaves. Like, just no-sells it completely. And John Morrison's like, "Uh, what the fuck are you doing? All right, but but listen, I I, I just saw, I see the video there. I just watched the video, too. Um, Yeah. Whenever I see anything like this, I immediately think, Okay, well, let's shoot her work. Yeah, again, it may it may be a work. Well, I nobody mean, else, like, may... I'm noticing nobody else came out. I mean, he doesn't seem particularly dumbfounded. I mean, he kind of looked at him like, what the fuck, which is, okay, that's what you would expect, right? But you don't see anybody from, I don't see anybody from Impact. You, know, you would think you would see somebody come out, or referee didn't seem surprised, like, I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility that they're working, but at the same time, it's like, what? Like, I mean, what if they're if they're not working, Austin Aries, what does he not want to wrestle anywhere anymore? Except like the in high school gyms, or I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, I I don't understand what what happened, but I mean, if it's a work. To me, it, it might be a work just because they're trying to get people talking. You know what I mean? Because nobody's going to be talking about them otherwise, not to be that guy. But if you do that, you get people talking. Maybe that's what they were trying to do. I don't know. 
But one would like to think that there's better ways to. Like Austin Aries, there's nothing on his Twitter feed. Like usually when it's, well, a, it's just... when it's a when it's a work, the 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 publicity machine goes to work shortly thereafter, right? They start trading bars yeah. and give you something to read, but it doesn't seem to. So far, anyway, it doesn't seem to be anything. But then, of course, this is Impact Wrestling too, where you know if anybody can fuck something up. Leave it to that. Very true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I mean, I don't know what. I mean, you you agree to the match, uh, and, and whatever else stipulations and who's going to win and all this kind of nonsense, and then you you're pissed. You're like, what would the? I I don't know what you would gain from doing it. It's not like Austin Aries is headed to the WWE because that ain't happening again. To me, I get the vibe that they're just trying to create buzz. You know what I mean? Just trying to get people. That would be my guess. That's not a bad way to do it, but they should have had him. They should have taken it further than if that was the case. He should have no sold it and and, uh, then kicked the shit out of him. I don't know. The way they did it, though, is making it seem like, yeah, I did the job, but fuck him. So, that's what I said. I they should have had that happen. Okay, he loses. Then he gets up, goes to the trunks and pulls out the knuckles or whatever and beats the crap out of him and cuts him, blades him. And Johnny Mundo's left in the middle of the ring bleeding. And Austin Aries is like, yeah, fake. So check that out for fake bullshit, motherfuckers. And walks away. Well, again, you're looking at, but everybody would know that's a work. This is going to have people saying, oh, it may be a work, it may not. Or, is it, isn't it? Yeah, or, I guess. Well, stay tuned to uh, the Jim Cornette experience to hear the outrage. Oh, there will be, I'm sure. Right in the goddamn right. fucking holy hell. By Jesus Christ, right, what yeah. the hell was that? He doesn't like, like uh doesn't like them anyway. I'm starting to think that Jim Cornette doesn't like anything. He has become... (laughs) I mean, I I, I don't get me wrong. Like, when he talks about wrestling and has that whiny persona, I don't mind it. But he's... I mean, and then the other thing that's really pissing me off is them... What do they got going with all these murder mystery podcast things that they keep plugging them on their wrestling show. Um, I think they're getting paid to do it. Which, I mean, hey, I don't blame them. We just, you know, you do your thing. Yeah, I I, I guess, but I, I think I, you can't do it somewhere else. Why does, yeah, I mean, they put out 15-minute um, shows under the guise of that they were uh, drive-through and/or experience extras, but they weren't. They were just about that crap. Eh, some of them seem interesting. I listen to them. Well, not to, not so much about it being interesting or not, but what happened to selling your soul and all that talk? I did uh, on another note, though, related to that, but not related to that. I saw somebody post. And I wish I could remember who it was. That uh, anybody that had anything to do with the 
abortion called Yama pit fighting should do the world a favor and never, ever, 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 ever talk about booking or management or anything again and jump off a tall building, slit their throat, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Which I thought, and it wasn't one of the normal, you know, like it wasn't Denim Fritz or any of those kind of guys. It was somebody who was in the MMA business who must have listened to the podcast or something. And because he's always going on about, he's always going to have this Yama, he's always going to have the podcast where he tells that real story about Yama pit fighting. Bloody Elbow tweeted, worst show ever, remembering Yama pit fighting five years later. (laughs) Uh, I I never have, I mean, I guess they had one, right? I believe so. And it was a, an absolute train wreck, and then the second one fell through before they could before they could do anything. Uh, I can't remember. I'll be honest with you, Tim. I never even heard of Yama Pit fighting. I until never. The other day. I had never heard of it either until I heard it on. Um, when I heard him talk about it, it was like, okay, what is this Yama Pit fighting? Because I'm I'm not even that big into. Uh, the UFC. Let's get to the bottom of this here. Let's see. For those that don't know. Well, Yama Pit Fighting was a joint venture between Bob Marowitz, who ended up, uh, was the owner of UFC until he sold it to Zufa, who were the guys who ended yeah. up turning it into Rope something we're talking about. And, and then he had partners, uh, he was partners with uh, uh, Live Nation, I believe it was. And I think that is how Brian got, I want to say, is how Brian got involved in that. Because he was into the music. He worked yeah. for uh, Sony Music and that sort of thing. And I think that's how he became um, involved in it. But like I said, I'm quite sure. Yeah, okay. I'm a... Eight years after he and his partner sold UFC, Bob Mayer, what's the blah, 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 blah. I mean, because I often wondered if there was, like, video of this event. Because, you know, sometimes a train wreck is fun to watch. I mean, I was amazed to find out that the pit fighting, that it was actually a hole. It was a circular cage, yeah. like a funnel. Yeah, it's like a circle. Oh my God, the ring announcer! Oh my God, Tim, you have to hear! Oh my God, I have to watch this. You have to watch this. I mean, Jesus! Listen, just listen to the ring announcer. Oh my God, this is. Fucking hysterical. With oh, jeez, that's funny. <laughs> just, just click on that link that I just sent you. Check that yeah, out. I'm, I'm just reading here that they say they they don't have a link here, but it says the worst offender of the show was not the fighters or the commentation, but the announcer. Check it out. Check it out. Did he he ad libbed the majority of his lines? It says. Oh, it shows. 
Oh my God, it was so bad. <laughs> we'd have to wonder, you know, like how, you know, you would think of all the things you could have go wrong. That wouldn't be one of them because you think he would have, you know, heard his work previously before you hired yeah, somebody to do that. Sure. <laughs> so what do you think, think so. sir? Oh, they are referee. This matchup of warriors. Alex Hess was. My God, I've got a cold right in the middle of this announcement. He gets all excited and then realizes I got something more to say. Shit. Oh, <laughs> it's the oh, valley of the oh, desert. Oh, oh. Everyone knows it. You know him as a smashing machine. Ha! Ah. Give it up for Mark. Hey, could someone get me a glass of water? Kind <laughs> of parched up here. God almighty, that was so bad. Somebody throw ring announcer Scott Farrell a fucking hose, please. So he can have a drink and then hang himself with the fucking thing. What the wow. fuck was he doing? Like, fucking Well, hopefully hell. stand up somewhere. Oh, my God, that was so bad. Because if, he, if he's not doing stand up somewhere, he should be. Because he's funny, you know, he's one some of the best humor, that unintentional humor where a guy doesn't realize he's funny. But everything he's he's kind of like like no offense to Lou, but okay. Lou's kind of like that a bit. You know, he he he's normal things he says are funny because of the way he says them. And you're not sure if he's yeah. pulling your leg or not. I could see that. I could definitely. Well, Liz Carter. Kind of sounds like. Uh, what's the? Uh, uh, you've seen the movie on Golden Pond. I have not. With Henry Fonda, and I'm trying to think of who the old lady is. That's what he sounds like. Um, oh, good Lord. You haven't seen on Golden Pond, sir? You haven't lived. Anyone with parents should see it on Golden Pond. It's these two old fuckers Sorry. fight. <laughs> I see. Did, Again, did you I'm, see that Robinson? Did you see that Robinson was drugged to a star and born? Oh, was he? Yeah, he's pretty, it's on his page. I didn't he, see that. I heard it. Him and the lovely Robin Robinson were, went and saw A Star is Born. <laughs> ah. Robin Robinson, that just kills me. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Any movie that's got Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga in it, come on. Give me a break. Dear God. Especially when especially when you're trying to live up to the original of uh I believe it's what, Chris Christopherson and uh, Barbara Streisand are in the original. I mean, come on. Yeah. My favor. Can't be done. Catherine Hepburn, that's who I'm thinking of. She has a that's how Catherine Hepburn <laughs> talked, kinda of like that. Sort of like that announcer. 
And in this corner we have Henry Fonda. (laughs) (laughs) And in this corner, weighing 97 pounds, we have Twiggy. You probably don't even know who Twiggy is, but probably going way out of here. Twiggy was the first. Twiggy, first supermodel. Tall, skinny, really pretty face, but tall and skinny back in the 60s. Mm. But anyway, yeah, back in the 60s, I know. Was that the 2060s, Uncle Tim? (laughs) Tell us again about the (laughs) 80s, Tim. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't alive for the 80s. (laughs) Tell us about the 80s. Now that the pot was cheap, the hair was long, and the girls were loose. You're so fucking strange. I swear to God. That's no, true. The 80s were the 60s with better music. And as I say, that, I have never. A three, as I say that, a three-quarters nude Ariana Grande appears on my television screen. And you're complaining? I, I, I think on a totally unrelated note, I believe she kind of went off the deep end. I believe I read somewhere that she was in either rehab or or some kind of a facility for something that she'd been having some problems. Another another young one who couldn't, uh, uh, the fame was wonderful, and then the fame had started to slide a little bit and not dealing so well, I believe, if, if I'm getting the right one. Uh, if I'm getting them right. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's tough. I, I do want to ask. Now she was, she was going to get married and then called off her engagement, and now she pulled out of. Uh, she was supposed to do some be- uh, benefit, uh, benefit for cancer, and she had to pull out because of things she's going through. So I don't know what that means in celebrity speak these days, but rehab. I did read. So, I did read somewhere <laughs> too that she was quite upset that her. Her ex-lover Justin Bieber had uh, moved on and uh, is supposedly married to uh, I don't know one of the Baldwin I think it's a Baldwin one of Baldwin's daughters. Eh. we're all upset by it, you know. <laughs> well, I tell you, there's I nothing there's nothing that upsets me more can, than reading. I know, you know I reading about millionaires and their problems. Yeah. I couldn't sleep the other night because of that, so yeah, I understand where she's coming from. <laughs> See, and I can't sleep because I worry about that, uh, you know, the Chick-fil-A invasion of Canada not taking place. <laughs> Boy, you need that to happen in a hurry, I'll tell you. Yeah, I, I, well, they're, they're coming to the eastern Canada. They're moving into Toronto, I read, somewhere, but nothing so far in my neck of the woods. Oh, you need it. You need it, sir. Oh, I need a lot of things, sir. Colonoscopy. God damn. MRI, CAT scan. I could just use a couple other I things. could just use a good night's sleep. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, do you do you remember speaking which you're old enough now that do you remember like when you were a kid? Were you a kid that could sleep for like, you know, okay, it's Saturday? And uh, mm-hmm. you don't you don't get up till like afternoon. Hell yeah! You're one of those kind. 
You know, yeah, but yeah. could you do that now? Yeah. Did it today. I mean, if nobody actually, bugged you, you, you could pull it off? Yeah, don't you wish nobody you could? bothered me, yes. Yeah, so, but, yeah okay, nobody, so don't you wish you could? That you could just go yeah. to bed like Friday night, you know, 11.30, midnight like you normally do, and not get up for 12 or 13 hours? Just lose half a day, period? Oh, uh, it's nice. I miss that. I'm actually going to do something similar to that tonight. I don't have to be up and out the door until noon tomorrow, so I actually get to sleep. Oh, that's bit. not so bad. Well, you know what's going to happen then tonight. You're going to, you're just going to get to sleep. You're going to be in that dream that that beautiful where you first get to sleep, and it's just like, oh, this is great. And you're going to be dreaming about, well, for in your case, I don't know. Minnesota Timberwolves win the NBA championship. Um, You're telling me you own a, you you own your own. You just you were just were awarded your own pharmacy. Uh, the Timberwolves win the title over the much hated Seventy Sixers after a division uh, after the uh, uh, division alignment in twenty twenty one, and uh, um, I don't know. Uh, they can play. Uh, Peyton, they can play each Peyton other. Peyton Royce, is, it, it Peyton Royce is about ready to mount you in a full guard, and then you feel, why is my bed shaking? Thinking it's Peyton Royce, right? And you're getting some action. Bed won't Absolutely. stop shaking. Bed won't stop shaking. Oh, and you're pulled away from that beautiful, beautiful fantasy to be told that Nate get in a car, my water broke, baby's coming. Oh God, it could happen. Well, well, I, I hope for will. your sake that it doesn't happen in the middle of the night. Wow. I was lucky. My my old lady went in about, I don't know what time it was, about 11 o'clock at night. And uh, he, yeah, he didn't come till about, well, it was, I don't even remember exactly. It was right around noon, I think. So even though it was 11 hours, it was the middle of the night. There was barely anybody at the hospital. It was nice and quiet and it wasn't too bad, as opposed to being jarred out of my sleep at you know three yeah. in the morning or something crazy like that, and then and then getting jarred out of your sleep, and then you're wide awake, and then you get there, and they go, well, yeah, it could be, not not ready yet. It'll be sometime, but not yet. And then you got to play that game. Yeah, we both went. We both went back to sleep. They gave her some kind of a, I don't know what they gave her. If they gave her some kind of a painkiller, or I, I don't even know. They gave her some kind of a shot, and they said, oh, well, you can go home if you want. They said, well, no, I'm just going fucking through this again. So we just went to, they had a really, you know, they had a really nice waiting area. We just went and fucking sat down and both went back to sleep. She woke up about, I don't know, 4 o'clock in the morning and then had to go through her nonsense. But I, I think I slept till almost 10. And she didn't, I got, th- I got thrown, I got thrown out. I got thrown out of the, out of the delivery room. By my wife. Really? By my then wife. Wow. That's rough. Looked me in the eye and told me, I don't want you in here. I hate you. <laughs> so I guess so you said too good to <laughs> That's a possibility. But, sir, on that note, I think we should call it an episode because I'm slowly oh, falling asleep. Push has left the building. I think we should wrap her up here. Good Sunday night discussion. I believe he is. We hit every every high point we well, can possibly and hit. Gentlemen.
Anybody who's still left listening to this train wreck of a show? Sounds like <laughs> Nate Bush. We've lost Nate. No, there he is. He's returned. I'm still here. I'm still here. No, I never. It sounded like you left. Like you dropped the call. No, I'm still here. getting ready to close no. you down. No, I thought you'd have something no, go ahead. About, uh, about me getting thrown out of the delivery room. No, I heard you. I heard all that. Go ahead. And, uh, yeah. We can... Uh, we, we can close it up because I'm about to go to sleep myself. I was going to say you're so. getting pretty tired, so let's 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 call her a night. Uh, it's good to get a show in though. Good to talk to Big Nate yeah. for a little bit. Uh, yeah, it's that, almost two uh, thirty on the East Coast. So yeah, too bad tired. that Tom couldn't join us. Uh, maybe next time. And uh, yeah, tried to get Armando Mr. too, but he was he my was hero, wrapped Armando up Martinez. You know, he's probably still trying to get over the loss of the Dodgers and the impending defeat of the 49ers, I guess, which would be tonight now. So, yeah. But, yeah, let's, uh, let's call it a night and let's go home and uh, go get some sleep. Big All night. right. You know, All right. Uh, Until next time, uh, thanks for listening in. Tim, send us out. I got nothing. <laughs> I was trying to think of what little TR might have to say, but I don't know. Little TR's been pretty silent lately. And in this corner, my daddy, Todd Robinson. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, turn this fucking thing off. Good Lord. Good night, everyone.